whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 12, episodes 9 and 10, Closer to Free. And Kelsey, will you please read us the YouTube summary? Sure, it is. Two sentences. (laughs) Jenna bonds with Becky and Becky's hot brother, Luke. Is it a problem that Jenna's not Christian? (laughs) That's it. That's That's it. That's the whole thing. I mean, yeah, sure. That, it doesn't mention anything else that happens, but whatever. Whatever. Um... All right. The episode is called Closer to Free, which is a 1993 song by a band called Bodines. I've never heard of Bodines or this song. We just listened to it. It's an extremely, like, 90s alt rock song. It's just, like, generic 90s alt rock. It sounds like Hootie and the Blowfish, R.E.M., a little bit of the song Closer to Fine. Yeah. Um, but I guess it works for Drew because he's closer to being free from school. I low-key forgot Drew was in this episode. I um, watched it last night. I watched it this morning. That's the only reason why I remember anything that happened in this episode. Um, it doesn't really work for, I guess, Claire is closer to being free of her hang-ups. So, I don't know. Jenna's being closer to... Former sins. <laughs> um, sure, whatever. Why not? Um, but the episode starts with fucking Jenna singing. I still hate when she sings. I like Jenna so much more, and I just every time she sings, I just want to. And it's pretty much a, it's like a stream of consciousness song. She's like, Jake doesn't hear me because I'm not a tomato. Claire and Allie, where the heck did they go? I wrote those down. And then fucking Becky Baker comes in and starts singing and harmonizing with her. Yep, hated that. It's, and then she's like, hi, I'm Becky. Like, want to come to my, I'm having some people over after school. I'm like, okay, so she's inviting her to a youth group thing and not telling her about it, but okay. Yep. Um, She also says when God closes a door, he opens a window, which had nothing to do with what they were talking about. Yeah. It was weird. And then Jenna starts, like, face range stalking her. And Allie is like, oh, I don't know. She's like, what do you know about her? And Allie's like, oh, no. Like, she, she had, gave Dave she a pamphlet. She gave Dave a weird pamphlet. I'm like, Allie, you should know how weird and awful she is because she was weird and awful about the play that your boyfriend is in. But, okay, whatever. Um, um, and But then she says something funny because Jenna's like, I, she wants me to come over. And Allie's like, maybe she wants to give you a pamphlet. Yeah. Um, and then we're with Drew. Who's not allowed to play in gym and he's very upset about it. play sports because duh. And he has to do a health assignment. And Fiona also has to do a health assignment because she pretended that she was on her period so she could look for a new roommate. But then she got this assignment and they're like, let's work together. Pretty Basically. Much. Pretty much. Also, she says, act gross and tell Bianca. Because he is, like, yeah. hitting on her. Yeah, he's being weird. Um, and then we're with Claire at her journalism internship. And fucking Ash, Asher, her boss, is being, like, nosy. And he's like, 
if you want to be a journalist, your bad line is your lifeline. It's basically saying like, you should write every, you should do everything you do with purpose because it reflects on you and how you present yourself to the world. Or and he's something. giving her notes, but I'm like, how does this editor have this much time to like give detailed notes to an it's intern? Like an intern, yeah. Um, do we want to do fashion police? Yeah. I did not have a lot. Becky's wearing like a plaid jumper dress thing. I kind of liked it. Um, Jenna's looking good in general, especially during the baptism thing. Yeah. She's pulling that off. Uh, this is not She wears like an open back t-shirt thing. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I totally interrupted you. It's okay. Um, this is less fashion and more, huh? Uh, I don't understand the Lucas hot thing because I think his head shape is weird. No. But yeah, her baptism dress is cute. Her, I like her leather jacket with, like, the sheepskin yeah. lapels. I also like her t-shirt jeans situation at one point. It's, like, very basic, but at it's good. At one point, Claire's wearing a purple blazer. And I like Jenna's, like, camel coat that she wears, like, at the end. Uh, Eli's wearing a Brooklyn shirt, <laughs> yeah. which was a choice. Um, and also, at one point, Bianca's wearing this, like, multicolor outfit. Like, she's wearing that multicolor jacket that she has. That's very of a time. Um, and she's wearing like pink shorts and a blue shirt. And it's very like. A lot. So much. So much <laughs> is happening. I don't have anything else. Me neither. Um, but then we're at Becky's house. And then this is when Jenna learns that it's a youth group. And she's yep. like, oh, I didn't tell you. Sing for us, please. And it's weird. It's weird. Because it's like she's not really inviting her to come hang out, but she's inviting her to come be entertainment for her youth group. Yeah. It's Which I feel like she should bizarre. have been clearer about. Yeah. Um, but then we're with Drew and Bianca, and they're, like, making out, and then they get caught by Drew's mom. But I still love that Bianca and Audra <laughs> are, like, pals, and she's and Drew's mom is helping her, like, with her college applications and I stuff. I love that. Like, I think she's paying for them, which is really nice. Yeah. It's just very cool. And then Drew's being a big baby about, like, eh, I have to do this health assignment. Ugh. And then Bianca's like, oh, no, do you have a headache? Like, take a nap and it'll be done when you're awake. I'm like, stop. Don't do his homework for him. He's being a baby. He is being a baby. Um, But then we're with Claire and Connor and Adam and they have to do a geography project and Claire's being way too try hard and is like applying all these like Asher comments to it. It's like it's a high school geof- geography assignment like calm the fuck down. Exactly. This is this is for school not it's not being published anywhere. Yeah. Claire is overdoing it as per usual. And then Connor and Adam are like we don't we don't need to do that. Let's just do what we're supposed to do and get an A and we'll be good. And she's like, eh, you don't understand. I'll just do it myself. And it's like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And then we're back at the youth group and Jenna, after Jenna's done playing, she's like, she's over Becky and mad at her for like lying to her. And she's like, I didn't lie. I just didn't say what it was. Yeah. She says, I didn't lie. Lying's a sin. Yeah. Um, but I feel a little bad for Becky. Yeah, I don't, I mean, Jenna is clearly, like, putting up a wall because she, so, to, like, is being awful or being kind of mean and cagey before Becky can be judgy about her because she thinks she's, because Jenna's insecure about, like, her past. Yeah. Which I think is what is happening because she's assuming, like, oh, you're Christian and judgy. You're going to judge me because I had a baby out of wedlock and la, la, la. Like, I'm just going to get ahead of this. And 
which just I guess not accept this, which is understandable. But as much as I like don't But love... Becky technically hasn't done anything wrong yet. No. <laughs> no. I mean I like I disagree with her viewpoints on basically everything. Yeah. But the thing is that Becky hasn't actually done anything wrong. Yeah. She's like she's in, in the Jenna situation. Yeah. Well I mean even in the even I mean, she's, the play. she said some shitty things. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. She said things, but she did. But she, but she did just like remove herself from the situation rather than trying to like force her ideas. Yeah, on she wasn't like, you know, she's just like, I can't be a part of this. I'm she out. wasn't like, who was that youth group guy that was terrible and anti-gay? Oh, Linus. Linus. <laughs> God, remember Friendship Club? I, friendship Circle? Friendship Club? It was Friendship Club. I will never forget Friendship Club. But also like. Remember Linus from Friendship Club? Linus, like, had, like, like, an anti-gay agenda. Yeah. Whereas the thing with... uh, While I disagree with her, she's uncomfortable with the situation, which is not cool. But instead of being, like, an outright dick about it, she does just remove herself from it. That's true. Which, like, you can't force... Even though their viewpoint is wrong, you can't force someone to change their mind necessarily. I feel like the most you can hope for with someone who disagrees with your viewpoint is it's that they like will just tolerance. like quietly remove themselves without like being an issue. Yeah. So I really like as much as as much as like every part of me wants to hate Becky Baker, like intellectually I cannot because I'm like <laughs> she has not done anything technically wrong. But Jenna bounces because she's like I don't want to be a part of this, and then. We're with her and Allie, and she's like, um, you didn't tell me that she was Christian. And then Allie's like, wait, is your problem that she's Christian or that she lied to you? Like, what's going on? And, but then, oh, yeah, it's like the next day in class. And then Jenna get has, like, they're pairing up for projects, and Allie already, like, ditched her. So she has to get paired up with Becky and her brother, Luke. And then we're with... Drew, we're back in gym class, and Drew, like, forgot his homework, and Fiona's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, at some point, you're gonna have to stop blaming your concussion, like, blaming everything on your concussion and get your life in order, which is fair. Yeah. (laughs) And then we are back in class with Becky and Luke, and we learn that Becky and Luke are in the same grade, even though they're 11 months apart, which I think is really weird. Like, why wouldn't they still just be, like, a grade apart? I don't know. I don't understand that. (laughs) I never understood how that, like, cusp thing worked. Because I had friends... I had, like, one of my very close friends is born on August 15th and was in our grade. And then one of my other close friends was born on August 22nd, but a year later and was also in our grade. So I, like, don't understand how any of that cutoff shit works. I think it's, I think it just depends on, like, the parents. It depends on, like, when you decide to start your kid in kindergarten and whether they're ready yeah. or not. Because, like, my sister has an October birthday, but she's young for her grade. Um, and, like, so she, like, graduated at 17. But then I also, I feel like they usually start guys later. Because yeah. I also had a friend in my grade whose birthday was in October as well, but he was, like, I mean, he was still 18 when he graduated, but he, like, turned 18 before everybody, like, senior year or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. Um. Anyway, I guess that situation happened. Like, he started later, but she started early. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. But then, what is happening? They're doing project. We find out they're in the same grade, which is weird. And 
Jenna's kind of trying to scare Becky away with her past. And she's like, you know, I had a baby and la 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 la. But Becky's like, I don't judge you for that. I don't care about that. Like your past is in your past. Like whatever. Yeah. Which is pretty nice of her. Yeah. And then, okay. Then we're back at the internship with Claire. And it's not just me that this Asher person is like way too like close and touchy feely with yeah. Claire, right? It's yeah, fucking no. Weird I was and like, creepy. I was like, is something gonna happen here? Like, yeah, this is feeling like a real Me Too moment. He's like leaning over her and like looking at her work and like he's get hit the person. He needs more personal space. It's not. I don't like it. Seconded. And then. Claire's like, he's like, can you teach me how to, like, make something trend on Twitter? Which, like, that's not a thing that you can just force to happen. Yeah. It's, yeah, I don't, Unless yeah. you're, like, a famous person and you already have, like, that kind of following. But if he's like, I don't really use social media, I'm like, then you're not going to make anything trend on Twitter. <laughs> and then we see that, like, people are tweeting, like, hashtag things, like, Claire said things claire says or whatever yeah and it's hilarious and she it's like good. and she's like closes the laptop real quick she's like oh no my image yeah um and then we're with drew who is still hanging out with the phone kiosk guy at the mall apparently yeah. they're like friends i don't know and then and he like helps a customer at the kiosk because like the guy is not being helpful and i'm like all right i guess this is how we learn that Drew is good at customer service. And then the guy's, like, trying to convince him, like, oh, yeah, this job is awesome. Like, you've got people smarts and a smile that makes the ladies melt. Like, you would be perfect for this job. And it's, like, putting ideas in Drew's head. Yeah. I'm, I just, I'm, like, I just don't care about this I don't this care at about all. this at all either. I just can't bring myself to give a shit. And then we're with Claire and Connor. And Claire's like, oh, my God, how could you put that on Twitter? And Connor's like, because um, you're being terrible. Yeah. <laughs> also, I just I just realized I wrote it down. It's stuff Claire says. Right. Stuff Claire says. And and she says something about his Asperger's. And he's like, do you hear yourself? And she's like, don't overreact. And I'm like, I think you're the one who's overreacting, Claire. Seriously. Um, and he like, yeah, she's out. like, I don't want to lose my internship because you have Asperger's. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And this is when he's like, do you hear yourself? Yeah. And he storms out. It's ridiculous. And then also remember when they said Asperger's? Is that yeah. a thing that they said? That is a thing that they said. I'm glad that they stopped. <laughs> also, not a thing anymore. Now it's just you're on the spectrum. You're on the, uh, it's ASD, autism spectrum disorder, I think yeah. is what it is. Um. And then we're with Becky and Luke and Jenna at the Baker house, which is, why do you guys have my last name? It's weird. Um, at the house, and they're doing their project or whatever, and Luke says something about a shuttlecock, and Becky's like, oh my god, watch your language. And he's like, it's a word, it's like a badminton thing. Yeah. And Jenna super has a crush on Luke. And which, why? I, I have no idea. And then, like, Becky's friend from Florida calls her, and they need to go catch up. So then Jenna and Luke are, like, left alone, and Luke's, and he's, she's like, I can't, why are you guys so peppy and happy all the time? And he's like, it's because of Faith. And I'm like, of course. Yeah. And he, like, is talking about how, like, he's confident that the Lord is watching after him, and la, la, la. And Jenna's, like, drinking the Kool-Aid because the cute boy is talking about this. Yep. And then, and then they, they kiss. kiss. And and then we're back with Drew and his mom, and his mom is basically like, 
you can't stop going to school to get a job. You need to, or like, no, because he doesn't say he's going to stop splitting. She's like, you you have to, she's like, you better be doing homework. He's on his laptop. And he's like, actually, I'm applying for this job. And she's like, with what fucking free time? You need to take care of yourself. Yeah. Stop acting like a baby. And he's like, well, maybe I shouldn't go to school anymore or something like that. And then she like storms away and then she's like i'm sick of her treating me like such a baby and then dallas comes in and is like then stop acting like one which, which is like yeah snaps to dallas although dallas is still very like one step forward two steps back oh, kind for of thing sure. um at least at this point one day we'll like him i'm sure i'm sure cody I trust, likes him i so. trust cody's judgment at this point like fully. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> she hasn't steered us wrong yet <laughs> and then we're with jenna and she's talking to ali about like maybe converting and, or oh, or how she has like a good feeling in her stomach and it might be because of god i don't know or maybe it's just because of luke it's mostly because of luke it's definitely la, la, of luke. La. And then she goes up to Luke and he's acting really weird. And he's like, and she's like, so we should talk about last night. It was really something. And he's like, yeah, it was a mistake. And she's like, um, what? And, and then he says, you tempt you me. You tempt me, which was really gross. Yeah. And. But he's also like, you're not a virgin. And so. she's like, yeah. She's like, um, we're not having sex. Like, we didn't say anything about that. We kissed literally one time. And he says, yeah, but you already have, which means that we could. I'm like, that's not what that means at all, no, actually. It, no, it isn't. Also, he's like, maybe be different if you were Christian. Yeah. And then part two starts, and Jenna's like, maybe I should get, maybe I should, like, be more involved with the church. And Allie's like, no, adopting a new religion is a big deal. Don't do this for a boy. This is a stupid idea. Yeah. And then Becky is like, so you're going to get baptized tomorrow, right? And she's like, oh, tomorrow? That already? I mean, okay. And I was like, Jenna, do not convert to Christianity because you have a crush on a boy. It's stupid. Also, then Becky gives her her pocket Bible. Oh, right. Which, that's fun. Um, And then we're with Eli. Yay. Finally. And I haven't seen Eli in forever. Claire comes in and is like, oh, my God. Connor started this Twitter and it's going to ruin my internship. And then Eli just starts reading some of the tweets. And the first one is, one day you'll be sent serving me. She's like, I haven't even said any of these things. And then he reads, one day you'll be serving me coffee. And she's like, okay, I guess I did say that one. And then he, <laughs> and then he reads another one, which is, are you really going to come to my sanctum and disturb me with that or something like yeah. that? Oh, my God. And she's like, okay, well, like, someone sat down while I was studying or whatever. And he sang the thing song to the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, Claire, you are drama and your panic will only stoke the flames. It's true. Just ignore this. Because Eli is like, it will probably just blow over. Yeah. Just ignore it. And I was like, Claire, Asher does not give a shit about your Twitter, pre- like, reputation. No. You were in high school. You are his intern. This is like he doesn't give a shit about this. It doesn't matter. This doesn't matter at all. No. Um, and then we're with Drew, who has a job interview. Um, and also there's still some Drew and Fiona beef because they have like some attitude with each other. Right. We're in class, and Drew like finds out he has a job interview, and then he gets like a test back, and he that he did poorly on, and then he just skips out on class. And Bianca's like, "You're gonna get in trouble." He's like, "I already am in trouble," and then he just leaves, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. 
Um, and then we're with Jenna and Becky and Becky's like, I just want to make sure you're not doing this for the wrong reasons. I know I've like pushed this on you. And Becky and Jenna's like, I'm not doing this because of you. And she's like, oh, okay, great. And it's like, yeah, because she's doing it because your brother, but whatever. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, have you talked to your brother about it? Like Becky really should pick up on this by now. Yeah. If Becky is basically has said that all of her friends have hooked up with her brother and like that's why she doesn't have any friends anymore. Yeah. And so like Becky should really recognize pick the up signs. On it. She's like, so have you told your brother that I'm doing this yet? And she's like, um, no, should I have? I mean, I don't know. Um, and then he comes over and Jenna's like, guess what? I'm doing this. And he says, divine. Yeah, <laughs> that's divine. Which hilarious. And he looks freaked out, as he should. Then we're back at the internship. And Asher's still being, like, way too close. Yeah. And he sees the things and Claire, like, freaks out. And then she's like, you well, know what? Claire is supposed to be doing work. She's supposed to be, like, transcribing something. But she keeps going back and forth between Twitter And then he sees that stuff Claire says is trending in Toronto, which is crazy. Yeah. But then, but he sees that she like typed in a Claire quote into what she's supposed to be transcribing. And he's like, I don't think that they said that. And then he sends her home. Yeah, pretty much. Which like, I don't know, whatever. Fine. Yeah. I I thought it was kind of a weird reason to send her home, but. Because he like literally he weirdly flips a switch he's like yeah oh my god so claire says this trending on twitter that's so funny and then he like looks at her transcription and he's like that's not what the person said i think you should go home and i'm like yeah what it was like very abrupt it was super weird i'm like are you it's like if you're mad at her for not being focused and like being on twitter when she's supposed to be doing her job i get that but you weren't acting like that until like before when you're like oh my god that's trending on twitter like i feel like you like the response should have been why are you on twitter not oh look at what's trending how funny exactly it's bizarre it's very strange um Um, and then we are at the mall and this leprechaun man says mad coin which i was like oh mad a lot which okay are you okay what year is it come on man um and then yeah it's like a his like a job interview is like by like doing the job basically pretty much and Which makes sense because, like, how much are you going to glean about how he'd be as an employee at a kiosk from yeah. a job interview? But then also, like, before the interview, he's like, you can make this much money and la, 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 la. And it's basically just, like, convincing Drew that he should drop out of school. Like, he's not telling him to do that, but Drew has this already has the seed planted. And he's like, but if I can make money, I can. Yeah. And then we're with Jenna, and we're at the baptism. Oh, well, first she tells Allie's mom, and she's, like, oh, yeah. a little standoffish about it, and Allie's mom is like, no, I think that's great. Yeah, because it's, like, it does seem like she wants to do it on some level for herself. Well, her Even reasoning. if she doesn't really realize that yeah. she's doing it for herself. Well, her reasoning to Allie's mom is, like, seems, like, very, like, yeah like good reason like she's like feeling lost like a valid reason yeah Yeah. it's like the reason that a lot of or at least some people like seek out religion later in life is if they're like feeling lost and you know they think that this will give them purpose it's why like na and aa like insist on you having a higher power like that kind of thing and like 
what however you like whatever you feel about religion like if you want to dedicate yourself to that like you do you you do your thing but i but in this whole storyline it's just like make sure you're doing it for the right reason make sure you're doing it for you and not for someone else oh exactly so but yeah her reasoning to ali's mom her reasoning to ali's mom it does seem like it's like okay well it seems like she does like on some level will actually want to do this and it's not just to like date luke or whatever yeah um, and then she goes to the baptism, and it's like the fine, whatever. Weird, I like adult baptism is so weird to me. Oh, well, yeah, it's super weird. You like literally go in a giant bathtub, um, and then but I, and I, but also it's like, let's be real. Like Jenna would be born again though. Like it's this is extr- Like this is not a, like a surprising character trait. It's kind of tracks for her. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it works for her character. Um, but then that the next then the next day at school, Jenna arrives and is like, "Hey, Luke, guess what? I'm Christian now. Now we can date, basically." And he's like, "Oh, no! I said I didn't want to date you." And she's like, "Yeah, because I wasn't Christian." And he's like, "I just said that to let you down. Easy. I didn't know you were gonna convert." And she's like, "I got back." for you what which are you talking about stupid by the way which is like oh god and he's like i didn't ask you to do that which is true which is fair he just wants to fuck around yeah except not fuck no he just <laughs> wants to make out around i don't know yeah whatever whatever and then it's very dramatic yes and then we're in geography class and claire's india project is so extra and the and teacher's then, like this is not what i asked for and connor and adam are both like um yeah we didn't want to do this she just kind of did this and didn't let us have a say and then <laughs> i just wrote down claire getting rightfully called out for being terrible and she calls it a pedestrian high school assignment yeah it's insane. She's, the thing is that she's so fucking pretentious Ugh, the most and then and then the teacher's like, um, yeah, just sit down. Like, no, this is not what I asked for. Oh, yeah, because then Connor calls her out for, like, like blaming shit on him for his Asperger's or something. And he storms out, and rightfully so. Yeah, and she's like, I apologized for that. And he's, he's like, like, actually, no, you, didn't. you didn't. He, She literally said, don't overreact. Yeah. <laughs> she last literally just tried to gaslight him. Yeah, last I checked, gaslighting, not an not apology. apology. Not an apology. God damn, Claire. It's almost as bad as saying, I'm sorry you were offended. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm sorry you feel that I'm way. I'm sorry that it hurt your feelings. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm so popular. <laughs> um, and then we're with Jenna and Allie. And Jenna's basically like, oh, my. They're in the bathroom. And she's like, God, I'm a mess. And then Allie's like, I mean, like, I've been there. We, I, we've all made bad decisions when it comes to boys. And I'm like, God, they're really a pair. Both of them have had, like, horrible dating track oh, records. Oh, my God. Absolutely. So like, both of them together is insane. Um, and then she's like, like, you never, like, converted to a religion for a guy. And then, like... Oh, and then a bathroom stall opens and Becky walks out. Yeah, because like, she also you know? is like, you didn't pretend to be friends with someone and oh, get converted yeah, yeah, to a religion yeah, yeah. for a guy. Because I think, I think the I think I getting converted part. to a religion thing, like I think Becky would have been upset about that, but I think she's more upset that she only pretended to yeah, be friends yeah, with yeah. Becky. True. Um, and then we, and then Becky is like, "All right, well, you're dead to me now. Bye." And then 
Drew is, oh no, this is, and then Drew is blatantly skipping school now and just so he can go start his mall job. And like, just like basically just saying this all to his mom. And she's like, oh no, 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 you can't do that. If you live in this house, you go to school. And then he's like, and then she like walks away and he's like, all right, guess I'm packing a bag. Bye. And is he moves like, in moving. with Fiona, which yeah. we forgot to mention that Fiona has been looking for a roommate this whole time. I think I said that. Oh, did you? I'm beginning. <laughs> I missed it. Sorry. Um, well, it's literally only mentioned at the beginning and then like at the end when he like shows up to her door and she's like, all right, you're paying rent now. There's also a point where she has like shitty flyers. Which oh, yeah. Is an interesting way to try to find a roommate. Whatever. And yeah, then he moves out. And then, oh my God. Then Claire walks into the media immersion room and Connor and Adam have made a video of stuff Claire says. This must have been around the time when all those shit X says videos came out on YouTube. Like shit girls say or like shit my dad said. Like that, that whole, there were so many of those. So So many of those. very 2011, 2012, something like that. Yeah, 2012, 2013. 13 something around that i don't know what year it is anymore me neither um and they've made a video and they have like wigs on and they're just acting like claire and i want to see the like entire cut of that video i hope it exists somewhere it's amazing um and then claire is like learning how to laugh at herself and she actually does apologize and connor says you just need to think before you speak claire which is amazing and it's like and the things blow over and it's fine and then we are with jenna is this when she goes to the church yeah she goes to the church to like seek guidance from well from i don't know but she's talking and luke's dad basically kind of well she goes and she's just like looking at the cross and like whatever and then she hears Becky's dad but she thinks that it's Jesus for a second because she's stupid and then he's like nah no it's 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 just, it's just me. me and then they talk a little bit and they have the moment and he's like you know you should stay for service exactly also why is this episode not called faith hello oh missed God. opportunity George Michael so good yes I love that song I know it's I great. was I was at a barbecue last weekend and they played that song three times <laughs> I was like I don't know who's DJing this party but I am into it <laughs> Um, but yeah, but then the next scene is when we see that Drew is like moving with Fiona, but also how can she still afford this apartment? Didn't her family lose all their money? Yes. Well, that's what she she needs a roommate. But how can she afford the rent? It must be so expensive. I don't know. She doesn't have a job, does she? She probably gets one. That's probably something that happens. I can't remember. Um, but then we're back at church and oh yeah they like they when they talk he's like do you collect things and it's like of course jenna collects guitar picks and she's he's like have you ever lost one i don't know he makes like some weird like god illusion about like when like you lose something it becomes the most like important thing that's lost and like you put all your focus on that and that's how god feels about his people yeah i'm really clearly i'm like in with the religion lingo i totally know how to talk about it i literally have no idea um and then i don't know they have i think that's when they have the talk and then fucking asher keeps touching claire and i hate it hate it i don't know they're like she goes back i guess her internship's better now i have no idea. she like goes to like make up for like the day that she wasn't there or something yeah and he like is too touchy-feely yeah 
I don't he's, like he's it. He's too personal. And I don't like how he calls her newsy. Mm-mm. See, it, see, I think it set red flags off in my head initially because it reminded me of when fucking Jesse called Ellie Frosh, which was gross. Yeah. And him calling her newsy, like, set off and the it, same alarm also, bells in my head. And it also reminds me of, you're, I don't know if, you're, if this is a Gilmore Girls thing, so I don't know if you're going to oh, get yeah. this. But it also Ace reminds me of Ace. Yeah. It also. Because that's also a newspaper kind of situation. grossly, like. Trigger warning reminds me of spirit. Ugh, no. I hate it. It's the opposite end of the spectrum, but like. It is. I tried to keep it to a newspaper area because Ace was also a newspaper thing. Yeah, 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 I know. But yeah, no, spirit. And Frosh also originated from like working on the newspaper at college. (laughs) Yeah. But it's the same creepy vibe. Not. I'm not calling him Dean because we haven't seen him do anything yet, but I'm like, I get a bad feeling about I'm getting how real, close it's this weird. internship guy is to Claire. I don't like it. It's feeling like the precipice of a real Me Too movement. I don't like I'm it. I'm not on board. I don't like it. Um, but then we're back at church and Jenna like gives a whole speech. Which I, is that which, something that you do at church? I don't know. Me neither. I don't know. Christian so. people, let us know. Is that a thing? Is it like Before AA where you can stand up and talk? The thing, he's like, does anyone have anything to say? Do any, Even if that, even if someone did say that, like, do people actually stand up and do that? Or is that just like a, like a courtesy, like in the movies and the wedding when you say, if anyone has any objections, no one's actually supposed to say anything. Yeah. I don't know. And then... But she gives, like, a speech about how she's like, I'm going to do this for me, basically. Yeah. And then she and Becky make up. And then, but then the very last thing that Becky says is like, but you have to promise me one thing. Stay away from my brother. And then the episode ends. Which, like. It's very dramatic. But also, it's like, I don't think her brother wants to be around Jenna. No. He does, like, give her eyes as he walks out of the church, though. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Also, the weird sibling protectiveness thing is weird. It's, they're, I feel like, like they're a little creepy. They're a little creepy. Little Declan and Fiona 1.0 vibes. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, But then that's the end of the episode. It's one of those weird, like, we move around a lot and all we have is each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's like Declan and Fiona. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's the end of the episode. We ended on a really creepy note, but nope. do we have any grapevine? I know we have an email. We have a tweet. And I know we have another review. It's appropriate. It's from Allegra. <laughs> it says, offended to share a name with Becky Baker. Yeah, seriously. Valid. And then we have an email from Courtney. Um, and she says, Hey, Holland and Kelsey, first off, let me say that your podcast is amazing. I always listen to it when driving. It's hilarious and fun to listen to. I have watched Degrassi the Next Generation since age eight. Yes, I'm serious. I didn't even know half the stuff they were tackling. Um, my only question is, will you two ever cover Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High at any point? I know the shows are super cheesy and dated, but they're still part of the Degrassi Universe franchise. Please think about it. Thank you and keep being awesome. Um, I mean, maybe. I, maybe. We've, t- we've talked about We've talked about it. We've it. talked about doing that. We've talked about doing Next Class. We probably will. It's, everything is on the fence right now, you guys. I have a feeling we're just going to write it and catch up to Next Class and then maybe go and... That's when we would go back potentially, but we still need, 
we need to just catch up and see like how old we are, <laughs> how long we've been doing this. But like, Seriously. but like, let's be real, probably. Um, but and then we also have a review from Court Liz five one two. Um, oh, it might be the same person who wrote us an email because it ends. Please do reviews of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. Um, but review, they don't have any preferences or anything, but I believe it's your turn, Kelsey. It is definitely my turn. So you don't mention anything about being shipped. So I'm going to give you a rare platonic ship just for funsies. Go for it. I'm going to give you a mentorship with Caitlin because you like, <laughs> you like the old ones. So it's kind of like an Ellie situation. You go to Degrassi and it's like time for them to like figure out your like internship, co-op, whatever things. And you're like, you know, I'm really interested in like maybe broadcast journalism or like editorial stuff. I like I like to I like to do research and maybe write. But I'm like, I like to be in front of a camera. I don't know. And they're like, oh. Caitlin is back in town <laughs> and she is doing her like environmental planet journalism show. Earth. Caitlin's Planet. Caitlin's Planet. Is that what it's called? I think it is. Okay. I think it's Caitlin's Planet. She's they rebooted Caitlin's Planet in LA, but she's like she's doing um like a series in Toronto about squeegee kids. So <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna help out. And so you sign on with Caitlin's team and you are like very intimidated by her. But she right away like is so nice and gives you a hug. And I was like, welcome to the team. I like read your resume and your like like recommendations. And I think you're going to be great. And you guys like really hit it off. There's no sexual anything because it's creepy. <laughs> she just becomes like a mentor and a friend. And then when you graduate from Degrassi, you go to university. You guys are still in touch. She does not fuck your boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you move out to L.A. and she gives you a job. Yay. Congrats. You got out of Canada. <laughs> Sweet. Yay. Um, all right. Well, that is all the grapevine that we have for you guys today. If you'd like to be future, featured on a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at GrassyPod or on Instagram at GrassyPod. You can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. You can find us pretty much anywhere to listen. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that'd be super cool. And if you leave us a review, you two can get your own Degrassi-inspired fan fiction made up for you by us on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at with the Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend to the people? Um, last night, I finally watched the newest Netflix movie rom-com that's become a sensation. Set it up. It's fun. It's fine. I recommend it. Lucy Liu is amazing. Watch if you it. love Lucy Liu. It's a good watch. It's a good feel-good watch in our garbage fire of a reality. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that real hard. <laughs> so that's what I'm recommending. Hey, you guys, uh, maybe donate to some places. Oh, yeah. Um, do that, too. Do that, too. I'm going to recommend another fun distraction. It's called Bubble. Uh, so they did this pilot in a podcast a long time ago. And I like maybe a year ago, maybe more. And I recommended it because it was written by um, Jordan from Jordan Jesse Go. 
and they so they did a reading of it on Jordan Jesse Go like a year or two ago and they were like really they were like you know spread the word whatever we really want to like make this into a TV show I think it would be a very expensive TV show and I don't know if they would have done it justice <laughs> but I still like tried to tell everyone about it so it was one of my recommendations anyway what I'm getting at is they did not make it a TV show but they did make it its own separate podcast and it's like this really cool story like it's set like in a kind of future kind of alternate reality situation where they basically live in LA but surrounding like the city that they live in is just like giant jungles full of like scary monster things that like kill everyone and there are a few people that like live out in the jungle and like get like really good at defending themselves and they like rescued some kids from there and they grew up to become fighters but it's really funny because it's like they all all the people that like fight the monsters like are like on an app called hunter with no e um (laughs) where basically like if the monster like comes into like your backyard and is like trying to eat your children you like do the hunter app but like they like really like they grade like it's uber and like they're like would you like a bottle of water and oh my like, gosh and like it starts off because there's like an unlike there's a an unlikely pairing duo who like now fight the monsters as a team it's just it's really funny and it's really good and it's called bubble so look up the bubble podcast cool um all right well that is all that we have for you guys today Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.